1: Hi, I'm Dave Barnes. And I'm John McLaughlin. And welcome to Dadville. Dadville is a podcast where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of awesome dadding. It's funny thoughts and deep talks. So please, enjoy your time here in Dadville and enjoy this episode with
0: Steve Mochler. Yeah, Guys, let me tell you something about today we've got one of my favorite people in the whole world on the podcast cut
2: it out we'll nope. talk about the guests
0: though. oh sorry also <laughs> here with us is steve Muckler who i've known for a long time and really care about. <laughs> i am really glad you're here so we have steve Mookler with us steve i'm going to give a little bit of the brag sheet so buckle up <sighs> yeah just so i know you are not a humble guy but i've you're got 30 have to seconds be. go ahead <laughs> you're, gonna have to, you're gonna okay um seven records is that right that's right. I count. Okay. I was making sure. Uh, most recent is Make a Little Room, which was released last year, 2022. Yep. Yep. Also, songs recorded by. This is fun. This is actually a pretty impressive, intensive list. Dirk Spindley. Some people might know him. Reba. Mm hmm. McIntyre. People might know her. Ashley Monroe, who's a mutant. Jake Owen. Ben Rector. What song are
2: Rector? It's a song called Without You um, oh, that I, I, I had started in a chorus and he. Played it for him, and he's like, "Dude, I love that. Can we finish it?" And I didn't it's know. on the second album, I think. First or second? Yeah, album? yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I love
0: that song. Thanks, man. Way to go. Opened for Old Dominion. This is insane. This
2: list is truly like Willie Nelson. That was awesome. Dan and what Shay. did that look
1: like? The Willie Nelson thing.
2: It was a it was a four show run out uh-huh. kind of in the out west, and we started in Nevada at this casino and they made our way out to this cool like the Santa Barbara Bowl it was it was so cool I mean yeah it's one thing to open for
0: him but that is where you want to open that or like yeah. Texas it like, was yeah. it
2: was cool The the scenes we were driving through it just was On just felt again. so Americana it was really cool that's amazing uh Dan and Shay uh yeah. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill I mean that's not a
0: that's a slouching list of people uh Moakler's music I just like calling you Mocler. Smoke, as I call him, his music yeah. has been featured in several movies, TV shows, commercials, such as October Baby, The Ranch. Uh, this is really cool. In 2017, Mack Trucks commissioned him to write and perform a song, "Born Ready," for the release of their Anthem Truck Series, which that's so cool.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah, it was an honor.
0: And also, and I love this And we'll talk about this. Has been doing his hometowns and campgrounds tour for a decade. Decade, right? Yeah. Didn't we talk about this
2: that? year? And it's
0: currently on the last uh, iteration of it. Is the last tour yeah. of the of the series.
2: Yeah, I just, I just before I came here, I just hitched up the airstream for the last time, oh. and it was kind of an emotional deal, hitching it up and going, "Wow, I'm not. This is my last time doing this." How, like, how do you out.
0: feel? How do you feel? Like, wh- how do you feel knowing it is the last run of it?
2: You know, it, it's it's uh it's a it's bitter. I mean, you know, it's bittersweet. It's it's. I, I feel ready to turn the page in some ways. Like, it's just it's just change for my family. Yeah. But for for me, I I'm I'm gonna miss it dearly, and yeah. I've, I've just loved this adventure and of getting you know just getting up close and personal with our audience and you know as you guys know as performers, it's like you have to spend so much time away from your family, right? So yeah. I feel like it's kind of been this way that I've been able to kind of have my cake and eat it too, and um, so that that's been the sweetest part. That's gonna be hard to let go of that. And, yeah. Yeah. The thing um, we talked
0: about, I'm cheating because Steve and I just had breakfast last week. So <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm red in on a lot of the, I'm up to speed, <laughs> but like one thing that we did talk about that I, I think is, and you know, John, you and Wirtz both did, you know, like a hefty share of those during COVID, which was uh-huh. so cool. Um, and I've done a run of it now. It's, it's such a cool thing. Cause I think nowadays so many artists, especially the younger artists that are coming up in the age of social media, it's um, you know, so much of your interaction is online. So it's like, You release music and sure you go and tour, but so much of you know, there's just so much happening in the comments section or DMs or whatever. Like you're getting in Twitter, just obviously the back and forth there. You know, like we talked about at breakfast the other morning. What's so cool about that is it is the most distilled version of what we do. Mm -hmm. It literally is the most like concentrated version of performing for people. Like they are right there. There is no competition for your performance other than their phones, but there's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're in somebody's backyard and they're just sitting there ready to, and it's like kind of the best version of it because they, it's their place. They want you to be there. Right. They have all of their friends who are all read in on what's happening that night. You know, it's like, and, and I think at first when you see, I know when that started to become a thing a year, years and years ago, I mean, it kind of felt like, I was a little nervous. I was like, is that? I mean, that just feels like it could be either like a little creepy or you get the wrong family and it's like they want to harvest your organs or something, (laughs) you know, or or like stealing your hair during the, you know, during the show or something. But I did it and I don't know. We talked about this at breakfast the other morning, Steve. Like, I don't, I, it's some of the most fun I've ever had playing shows.
1: I'm so glad to hear that. Do you know what I mean? Because it's
0: like you, people, it's, you sort of can't lose other than which a friend will go unnamed that had a bad experience because one of the hosts got absolutely hammer faced uh-huh. and got really like <laughs> demanding and weird. Okay. And we're not going to say who our friend was and we're not going to say who that family was. Sure. But that was yeah. his or her only bad experience. And I remember laughing with him or her about it because, yeah. you yeah. know, it was just like, Oh man, she was gone and like came up on the stage and started requesting journey songs. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, but other than that, uh, huh. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's such a, it's such a cool, and the way you've done, I mean, I think you've probably done it the best of anybody I've seen, where it's, you know, you have your Airstream with you, you have your yeah. kids with you, y'all have, the merch is so great, I mean, that, that thing you posted the other day, or I guess last night of, of the mm-hmm. show, it was just like, God, like, it's, everybody's so happy to be there, and you've played your songs. You so know. how
2: did the idea for it come about 10 years ago? My wife Grace and I, we, we got gotten married that year, and we were two broke newlyweds, and she was... She had a, she quitted a, a, a sales job to start her own company that was actually a jewelry company that was yeah. employing women that were coming out of life on the streets. She had this, this, this dream and made this amazing line of stuff. So, so she quit her job, started doing this in our attic and I was getting ready to, uh, I was recording my third album and I was praying one morning. I was like, God, how are we going to get these dreams off the ground? Mm. And, and I just saw a picture in my head of us driving around in a camper and I, I I really and it was so random at the time cuz I didn't grow up camping but well, you really just had a vision of it It was a vision in my head it just popped in my head and but before I even knew what it was and I said like, that 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 be cool I don't know how this is going to be a like a profitable venture but it seems fun and then we kind of mm-hmm. tossed around the idea you know, you guys know my friend, Tim Schur, he was my manager at the time, also mm. worked full time at the Apple store. I, I, you know, <laughs> that was my whole operation was me and Tim. And and we just kind of developed this idea. I drew a, on a, on a napkin, I drew like a camper with lights on it and a little stick figure of myself playing guitar. And, and I was like, that look, that'd be cool. And we just kind of developed the idea. And I have to give Tim a lot of credit on, on, on the, all the development too. And, so we just put a video out there. We said, hey, we're going on a cross-country trip. If you'd want to host us for a night of music and hanging out, like, let us know. Send us an offer. And, and we had over 150 submissions. I mean, oh, we, were, we were blown away, especially with the size of my career at that time. Yeah, I was so blown away by it. And so we did 40 shows in 50 days in oh an 11-foot an Winnebago camper with no bathroom.
1: Just married. Just married. Man, that is like just diving in. That we feels like every marriage counselor would be like, please don't do this. Please don't <laughs> It feels don't like do the this. crazy example that the marriage counselors giving when they're making a point. Yeah. I mean, it, unless you're in like an 11-foot trailer <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing 40 shows yeah. in 50 days.
2: Dude, it it was awesome. Yeah. So when it you had so that fun. idea,
1: my, uh, I mean, like my personality, the first thing I would think, let's say I got this idea like you did. I have this vision. I'm like, well, that could be cool in some ways but my first thought would be like that is and i love people but i'm like that <laughs> yeah. is i would feel like a hostage maybe Did, yeah. was there any reservations as none. far as that goes none
2: i i think it, it, we were honestly so i mean we were just obviously young and and maybe ignorant in some ways but also just like hungry to to chase our dreams and mm-hmm. we liked hanging out so we're like let's just do this and um so no, I well, I I can't say we we felt that way. And my man, my now manager Beth points out, she's like, you don't understand. Like most people would not, like no one on the roster where I'm at, yeah. They're like no one that doesn't sound that, good. To I anybody. think the thing, and it's, but <laughs> they're like, but like you are unique. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, must but you be. know what though? Yeah. I think yeah. it's such a compliment to you
0: because I think I think the thing that is so wonderful and pure about it is it really is like it's nothing but for the love of doing it, like obviously it feels great and you're interacting with people who are very encouraging and yeah, but it's, it's like, you have to love this to do that. There's yeah. no, cause there's no safety. There's no, like you can't be inauthentic because it's, yeah. you know, it's picked up on immediately. You can't not enjoy it. You can't half hearted play a song or two. Like, it's it's to me that kind of like I said the most distilled version of it. So you only do that if you're like I like doing. I want to play for people, and it doesn't matter what it looks like. It, it can't be like I only do it if like 300 people are there, or I'm only right. playing oh, stadiums. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like it yeah. has to be from a place of just pure enjoyment and
2: passion. Yeah, it probably yeah. keeps it pure. It, I think it does, and I I think I also I love playing, but I also have to say I love our audience. Yeah, and I think that's what I've learned through ten years of doing this is like, it's cool when you like. I, I guess I like to think I put a lot of myself into my music. So there's a, I might. This is my theory. There's like a, there's a, vi, there's a vibration in the music. There's a resonance. So I think it is going to attract people that I'm going to share a vibration with. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of new age. No, no, I, it's but true. I have found true. that. I'm like, yeah. I when I a lot of situations have been like, man, I, I just like these people. Yeah. I like yeah. hanging out with these people. That and, is, I mean. Yeah. I feel like you'd say the same
0: thing. I know I you too. do. I I, yeah. I and I'm not just saying this, but I feel I'm so thankful for people that listen to my music. I I, I yeah. mean I could tell you in my career of twenty whatever years it's been, I've had like three interactions. I'm, I'm this is a hand on a bible that yeah. were like, That was a little weird or they yeah. were too pushy or And that, those were all with words. That was all with words. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. really does it count? <laughs> right that's the question sure. but you know what i mean yeah, I, I feel yeah. the same way and, and you know what i think it is too and this is again just a compliment to you, compliment to you. I, i'll never forget there was a guy early in my career did a couple shows with me great guy christian dude young and you know we met up he did a couple shows and he would get proposition almost every night by a girl because we you know really? we were playing a lot of and he never would do anything i mean he's a great great guy but he finally came to me and was like dude, what is going on? Like, it's it's really weird. Like, girls are just kind of always flirting or like, what are you doing later, whatever. And I was like, like, you really want to know? And he was like, yeah, I was like, the energy that you put out is going to be the energy you get back. And if you Ooh. watched his set, it was very mysterious. It was sensual. And I mean, he wasn't singing about sex right. or anything, but it was just, his vibe was very like alluring and, Got it. you know, kind of mysterious. You know, it was that vibe. Yeah, And, And he, and I was like, bro, that, that is how this works. Like if you're going to get what you put out. And so if you're putting out sort of like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing later. And oh my gosh, love is so hard for (laughs) me. He would say that in between (laughs) every song. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing later. Anyway, I I don't know what I'm doing later. And you know, but, um, star, spangled banner. I don't know what I'm doing later. Um, but, but I think it's true. And I think it's a compliment to you. And I mean, same with you, John, I think of that with words. A lot of our friends, it's like when you're on stage being joyful and your true self and these things, I really think to your point, it does draw a lot of those people to you that that feel the same or it's a like to like thing. Yeah. And so, um,
1: I think vibration is a good word for it. It's like there's just a, a vibe. There's an you, energy, yeah. That you put yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really true.
2: One other thing too, I want to say that I think helps the the relationship there is when the difference of being in a venue and being in someone's uh, someone's house or backyard yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like I think there's a there is a barrier that you have to overcome in a venue yes like maybe yes. people bought the VIP thing yeah they yeah they paid yeah. this and they waited in line and you know there's this you're kind of elevated yeah in, mm-hmm. it, as the artist in a way yeah in a venue but I think for me when I like pull into someone's driveway and like they get out they see I'm like chasing my kid around I gotta change his diaper and then I've I'm, unt- I'm doing my core. They see, it's like, oh, this guy's just a guy. He's a guy. Like, you can't, there's no, you, there's no, you know what I mean? It, yeah. I think it takes some of that, whatever, that star Sex stars, or, yeah, 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 Sex appeal stuff out that I think makes the hang a lot you know, easier. So here's a hot take, and stay with
0: me. Here's a hot take that I have about that. I think one of the things that is always really interesting to me with guys, and this is most of my friends, I mean, y'all, I think of Wurtz, Rector, Holcomb. None of my friends that do music who I think are insanely talented have that. They're not trying to do that. There's not, everybody that I'm close to that plays music, I know is actively trying to not be that, right? Mm. Like, nobody that I know is trying to have star power. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's trying to be like, check me out. And I think in some ways, it really makes your career suffer. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but... I think about this a lot. I'm like, I wonder if all of my friends really went, okay, because every, I mean, I feel like all y'all are really good looking guys and it's like, if you if you had wanted to and you were 23 or 24 to be like, I'm going to double down on a little bit of what Mayer did. Like, I'm going to really put out there that like, I, you don't know, and it doesn't even have to be for, female interaction I, don't even mean, I mean just that I'm mysterious and you can't get close to me because it builds so much interest right yeah. like they're a mile away from you so you're always kind of like peering over to see where they are and what they're doing I think that has so much to do with people's success I really do mm-hmm. and I think in this world that we live in pre new heaven and new earth. (laughs) I mean, not trying to preach a sermon, but I do think it matters because I think it makes people more interested. Like Taylor Swift is, you don't know that you know just enough about her to make it interesting and keep you coming back. But I think if you think about so many artists that just fight so hard against that, I think their careers suffer because that sort of voyeuristic thing in all of us, it's it's not exciting anymore because they're just Mm -hmm. like me. And so it's, it's what, it's what it's appealing about him. But I also think it's also potentially damaging because to your point, Steve, it's, it's, it's like really affirming and sort of a bummer because you're like, oh man, I I guess I
2: didn't think about it. If you're looking for
0: that, if you're looking for some like
1: superhuman, then yeah.
0: But I think there's something almost hardwired whether we want it to be or not. Like if I meet Bono, I know he is a human. God made him just like he did me, like all the same little parts. and. Bi- right. Now he's made different inside his head and heart and soul and things, but you know he's just yeah. a dude. He's gonna, right. you know, I can't help shake I'm with Bono. And I think that thing, like yeah. it would take me, if he was like, we could probably hang for a month every day and maybe after a month where we are like first name basis, right. he's confiding in me and there's a real sense of equality I may finally be like, yeah, that's just Paul Houston. He's a good dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's oh, just Paul. like, I think there's just something built into us that anytime that stuff is doubled down on, you just can't yeah. help be more interested because there is something we already want to, you know, we're right. We're trying to make little Jesuses everywhere. You know, we're just trying, we're little idol makers. And so the closer we can get one between mm-hmm. where the real one is and us, yeah. you're always going to want that, you know, because it's just, so I think to your point you know, Steve, it's funny because the minute you're changing the diapers and things, it's this beautiful connection. But I sort of laugh to myself sometimes, like I just wonder if all of our careers as sort of like guys who are trying to do the right thing in the world have suffered because we haven't sort of been like, mm-hmm. no, that's too close. People are like, wait, what? No. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, you got to make this guy he's so mysterious and cool, and I, you know he's not like yeah, me, and that makes right. him cool, and yeah. I can yeah. sort of put him on a pedestal where it's like. All of us have done such a good job, I feel like, of sort of knocking that thing down so that when people meet us, they're like, oh, man, yeah, you really are just like me, which I love and I will always do. Yeah. But, you know, I do wonder sometimes if it's kind of like, if it hurts in some ways because you just can't play the sort of like,
1: I'm over here and you're over there. Yeah. You You can't can't
2: put the cat back in the (laughs) bag, you know? (laughs) I do have to say that
1: in my notes, at the very top of my notes, I'll show you, the first thing i just have listed is your hair oh wow <laughs> while we're on the subject of sex appeal <laughs> i just wow. I, I just want to say your hair i was looking at it today when i was researching and getting stuff together on my notes i'm like you've got that hair that like it's a rare thing it's a, like you look at you're like what is so great about it what is what is he doing you're just like you it's like you're just pushing it back <laughs> but you're like I don't 99 care. out of 100 people couldn't do, they could have the same length of hair. I don't know but They just that. wouldn't make it work. You I know, appreciate you saying that. The hair is Thank like you. a thing. You know how like when you go to one of those like um, street caricature drawings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that Your hair would be the thing that they would, you, you know, think? they pick out like a feature and they really like... Augment it. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> one of my favorite accounts on Instagram, which
0: I can't follow because I feel too convicted. But do you know this one yes. I'm talking about? <laughs> it's the guy who purposefully draws caricatures like the worst versions of the people. He's and it's like in an amusement park. I haven't seen and that I terrible. don't know how it's he gets terrible. away with it, but like. It is like if someone has a decent sized nose, it is just a nose and two eyes and, it. but it's like at a theme park, and he's uh-huh. really good at it and he and it's just so heartbreaking it's every awful, time man. he gives him anyway, but I remember you know meeting you, I remember this, Steve, because it was like to your point about the hair, John, I remember like early days, you know, gosh, whenever that was, 10, 15 years ago, right, 15 years ago, 15 yeah, years about, ago. yeah
2: 15.
0: Um, I remember Wirtz coming to me and being like, "Dude, there is this guy." Who is awesome? He's lives in town. I just heard his music. He's like the next thing, I'm telling you. And I was like, and and, you know, there's two things that happened to me. I mean, like, I can't wait to meet this guy. And then the other side is now it's one more person I have to kill. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I remember him giving me all the faint lights. Yeah, that record. Yeah. And um listening to it and being like, Dad, come on, this is so good. And I was like, I love it. And then seeing a picture of you and being more frustrated. So it's like, oh, great. And he's like cool hair and he's this good looking guy and then we met and you were so so much you know personality and i just but i remember feeling god this is that guy isn't it it's the guy who's like he's got great songs a great voice he plays guitar well and he's really good looking and i just remember thinking like this is not i didn't come to nashville for this this is not this is not why i'm here but i just remember it being like you know Hearing that album for the first time and just being so, so floored. Like, and that's, you know, John had a note, oh. which I wanted to bring this up. You, you were really interesting to me too because you started writing so young. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like, wasn't it like 13, 14 Yeah, 14. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that. Th- which, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but like, of our friends, of all my friends, that's not a, that's not yeah, a, you would
1: think that age. a lot of us have that story, but we yeah, don't really. Yeah, no, not at all. You know, we, Dave and I both were, started writing songs way later. Huh? Last year, just like a year and a half ago or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It made me curious. Like, what was your that. relationship with music like? Anyone who was writing songs in junior high, I'm like, okay, tell me about that. Like, what was that like? Were you like the? Was that your thing at school? Yeah. Was and whatever, it like? Yeah. Oh, you kind of musician guy. Yeah.
2: Well, it 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 did become my thing. It I, did. I, I, I didn't feel like I had a thing until yeah. I picked up a guitar but thank you for everything you said by the way that was i I was sitting here kind of speechless because like truly you guys are who i was listening to when i was in high school and you know getting inspired to write songs and moved to nashville so it's it's really cool to hear that but um but yeah when i was 14 i started i you know it was i was i remember um listening to napster like my dad, yeah. my dad mm-hmm. worked from home in the office basement. I got Napster. and I downloaded the Dave I like a Dave Matthews Band song. Yep. I remember spinning on my dad's swivel chair at the outro of uh, I think his song "So Much to Say." Uh, yes. and yes. bam, checka checka punk. And I don't know why I was just like, I want to play guitar. I want to play maybe. A... And I begged my mom for a guitar, and I wanted a Fender Stratocaster. She wouldn't get me one because I'd quit everything else I did, and they were expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my grandmother lived with us at the time, and she was dating a guy named tony after my my pet pa- passed away and tony collected all kinds of stuff including guitars oh so wow. she overheard me asking my mom one day i came down for school and tony dropped off this like 1980 alvarez acoustic guitar oh, which is like, th- still dark out i came down in the morning and i was like no way so i started playing the acoustic guitar and and learning chords and as soon young fourteen I get I yeah Jeez, I guess was what was the so first song you learned you remember the first you know what's dude <laughs> the first song I learned I think. Might have been Lunch Lady Land by Adam Sandler. Oh my God! Because there was two, <laughs> co- there was two words. chords in it. There was just two chords Bro, in it. I was like, yeah, it's I a two-chord song. song. I was obsessed with that song at that time. That's a middle schooler learning to play guitar, yep. right? Adam Sandler, <laughs> totally. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was it, as I learned chords, I, I, I just started writing songs, and, mm. I, and I didn't realize till later that's kind of it's kind of weird.
1: So when you were playing. Are you just doing it for the fun of doing it? Or are you like, I think I'm pretty good. Or, or was there some sort of yeah. self sort of like analysis of like, yeah, I think this is my thing.
2: It was just, it started just as fun. Like something I was just doing like on my own, you know, in my bedroom, down, like just wherever. I, just, I was like, what I, I put off everything else just to play guitar and learn mm-hmm. songs. And then the first time I played in front of people was with a band. So like, you know, some like one guy my my friends in high school or, or sorry middle school started playing drums another one started playing bass you know how it goes and I'm like wait this we could make this a thing <laughs> I didn't have the guts to go and play on my own in front of people Yeah 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 and we were all fighting like no one wanted to be the singer and I was like okay well, I guess I'll I'll, do, I'll be the singer So our first gig was at this like winter festival at at school it was like in the cafeteria in the middle of the day around christmas time mm-hmm. and, and we we played some original songs. Oh, dang! Wow. Along with "Outside" by Stained, really brought the house oh, down. Oh my! Gosh. Oh, the video that is just so painful. Wait, 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 wait. It's just so painful. Stained. Stained, Stained. of every yeah. band. Adam Sandler. And Stained. I've always ever? had great taste.
1: Do you love Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> band Do you Stained? Love yeah. Stained. <laughs> Do you love Steve. Mochler? Did you have a band name? Yes, please tell
2: me. It was called Line of Reason.
0: No, that's actually that feels. That's not bad. I don't
2: hate that. I kind of do, but thank you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that could have been. <laughs> it could have been. Worse. See, I in some ways feel like the ones that like are really bad are almost better now. Ours was just kind of like uh, been but, but, pretty hard. I see the effort. I just yeah. remember. I mean, we we've talked about this
0: on the pod, but I just remember like being in high school and when when we moved to Knoxville and there was some bands in the school that were actually like pretty good. And yeah. I just it it was. It was dark magic to me. It was literally like going to, and I was even in a band, which is funny because we would do that, but going and seeing bands play original songs when you're like 16 and 17, it literally felt like I am seeing something that, it was like I couldn't understand how, how did did you, like you're in my chemistry class, how do you sing that song you wrote? Like how does, where are you getting that? It just, it was mind-boggling to me so yeah. i can't imagine at that age your friends because you're not up there playing whatever the beatles or john mayer what you know it's like whatever they would know yeah you're playing a song you wrote which i yeah. just i remember that just felt like i can't comprehend how unbelievably foreign and amazing that was.
1: so how did yeah. it go
2: it went really well
1: i mean like the kid
2: your like friends we, we were got like, a good response awesome. yeah and I, and I like and as i was saying it was like I, I wasn't very good at you know in class i wasn't great at sports and it was kind of like I, I felt like I had a thing. I feel like you know, and like felt like some of the girls maybe looked at me a little oh, differently. that. Yeah. he's like, "That was cool," and I'm like, "All right, I like the way We're this at, feels." Let me find another right. chord. Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of E minor?
0: <laughs> Ooh, watch <Hey>.
2: out! <laughs> so I yeah I, I we I think looking back I think we we felt like affirmed and yeah enough. I mean the gig. I there's there's footage of the gig. It's terrible. Really, but. It, it, but it, I mean, it, like, to your school. point, we yeah, were middle yeah. school kids, and our That's peers it. thought that was cool coolest thing in the world. And we and we kept doing it. Did did, did yeah. it's funny now
0: because I think obviously doing what we've done for all the years we've all done it. Uh, if someone came to me and said, "Hey, my son, now Nashville's different because it's in the water, but but just stay with me. If someone came to me that was like you know a friend at church or something, school, or whatever, a dad and says, "Hey, like you know my son is fourteen and he's like writing songs on his guitar," I would be like this is substantial. I'd be like, you need to pay attention to that. I'm not saying get him lessons. I'm just saying, to me, that's a tell. Because it's one thing if he's sitting playing for hours in his room, I'd still be like, that's great. Like Something's in there. But when someone says they're writing songs at that age, that's to me like, that's not normal like that that probably means something because it's one thing to want to sing somebody else's songs it's the one thing to learn licks but when you're producing when you're writing a song at 14 15 16 especially to me in the middle of pennsylvania or, or somewhere that yeah. doesn't have a pedigree for it i'm like you know if yeah. i ran if you know like that's right. my nephew or something i'm gonna be like hey you need to Pay attention to that because mm-hmm. that's a substantial tell to me. Yeah. So it's not surprising you'd be here doing this for a living now. Because to me, I'm like, you don't write songs as a 14 year old kid unless you really want it, like you love music or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have something to say. Yeah. It's yeah. any, yeah, well said. Yeah. So it's, it's it's interesting to hear, I mean, to John's point, I mean, 14 is not, I guess it is pretty young. Yeah. It's really young. It's like, and then to play out at your, you know, to, to, I just can't, like, <laughs> I can't get
2: overstained. I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah, to, I know. I'm it was a weird choice. To, <laughs> it, it was the sound of the times. You guys remember. Oh, totally. It was, uh, so, but, it, but it, hey, it confuses me. I, listen to <laughs> me. I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. that, is that, is that not how it feels to be it 14 It feels like a line of what? reason so That's
0: how you so feel for a fourteen. That's a line of reasons. Well, it's a line of
2: reason, Brand. I mean,
0: that was Joe's brand. You know what I mean?
2: like,
1: so I'm curious though, like music's your thing. Go through high school and then you move to, you come here to Nashville. Yeah, and you do a couple years at Belmont, right? Yeah, and yeah. then you and then you leave Belmont and then you just do music full on. So did you? Well, I right? tried. Yes. Yeah. Eventually. Let me, let me ask something really quickly to Belmont
0: because I, I want to know, was it intimidating to go and, yeah. and be around all those songwriters?
2: Yeah. 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 yeah I was, and I, I think. Did it, you do all the showcases? I and did. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, I did okay. as, as much stuff as I could, and and um, it was intimidating, and it was so inspiring at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, you know, it yeah. was it, it almost felt like equal parts. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, you know, it's it's the classic, you know, uh, big fish in a small pond, and you come here, and you're like, well, everybody, is, yeah, everybody's got this this gift and this passion, and I think it, it was like I was it. it Put the songwriting on like overdrive yeah because i'm mm-hmm. constantly seeing people little show posters and hearing little things people are working on so when i was like i i, I was always writing songs after class in the dorm in the laundry room I, and I, so i was just fired up and intimidated but yeah. i think the intimidation almost yeah there, it's a circle fueled, in itself. yeah just kind totally. of fueled the the drive yeah that's so cool but yes yeah. that time
0: John, 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 John,
1: John, John. I, I, I love I, fall. Wait, hang on. Hang oh, on. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> that
0: was good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, I love everything about fall. I love falling in love. Uh-huh. Oh. Yep. I love falling back time wise. Mm-hmm. You know, shrink sure. forward, fall back. Yep. But you know what I especially love? Tell me. It's just fall, the season fall. As the leaves are turning, the kids are back in school. The mm, air is crisp. Amen. Amen. And hey, this one's for you. <laughs>
1: Get Guess what's plentiful? Candy corn. Candy corn. It's plentiful. They mm. I love fall too. It's I, It was probably my favorite. Mm. You got the crackling fires. Mm-hmm. You got trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. You got apple cider. Oh. But I got to be honest with you. Yeah. When I see the leaves falling off the trees... Mm-hmm. I'm kind of reminded that nothing lasts forever. Oh, you funny. know, yep. I'm an artist. I go deep. Yeah, you do. And I owe it mm-hmm. to my loved ones to secure my family's financial future. I'm mm-hmm. an artist, but I also, you know, You're a practical artist, You know John. what I mean? So yes. Starting with life insurance, Dave. Yep. Fabric by Gerber Life mm-hmm. makes it quick, easy, and affordable to protect your family so you can get back to enjoying your life. That's true, John. Fabric was designed by
0: parents, mm-hmm. for parents, to help you get a high quality surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes get your personalized quote in just minutes
1: and then apply when it's convenient for you it's all online and on your schedule that's right you can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required with over 1700 five-star reviews wow They're rated as excellent on Trustpilot. Not sure if life insurance is right for you? Take Fabric's quick
0: 60-second quiz to find out. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day
1: money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com dadville. That's meetfabric.com
0: dadville. M-E-E-T fabric.com dadville. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company. Not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions.
1: Day. Look, you and I both have online platform e-commerce platforms. Yeah, we right. Do. We're yeah. selling stuff. Yeah. Right. Well listen, yeah. if you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you oh, Cha Ching. I see where you're you going. You remember those commercials? I, the do, I do, beat? I do. Johnny,
0: Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Even if your business is the stage. Stop oh, it. come on. Stop You're it. on fire, dude.
1: No, I can't. You're right. From the launch your online shop stage. To the first real-life store stage all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage? Mm. I remember that yeah, stage, it Months and months ago, yesterday, yeah. maybe. Uh, Shopify is there
0: to help you grow. Whether you're selling silly string or hawking Halloween horoscopes. Well, that's good. That's just good <laughs> writing. <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system wherever and whatever you're
1: selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into Buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. Dave, listen to this. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce That's platforms. They're just That's taunting. Crazy. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI powered all star. Now, personally, what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, mm-hmm. Shopify gets you what you need to take your business all the way to the top. Another fun fact about mm-hmm. Shopify
0: it powers 10% of all e commerce in the U.S., That's and insane. Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn. and and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries.
1: Plus, not to one-up you, but I am kind of on top right now, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with shopify yeah that's good news
0: but not as good as this news because actually serves people well okay (laughs) sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash dadville all lowercase go to shopify.com slash dadville now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in
1: shopify.com slash dadville what i miss about that like as you're describing that It makes me miss those days of being in a practice room all the time and just any new thing that I... Was a song. Was a new thing. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, and you could make a song out of any... Like if you heard on some old record or something, some chord that was like, oh, what is that? And then you play it for the first time and it's like, (laughs) that's a song. And and, I'm only speaking for me here. My bar was so (laughs) low (laughs) that like... It's like oh, whatever the lyrics are, it doesn't doesn't matter. Hey, but like, yeah. oh, it's a song now. I love yeah. that you said old record, like you were sitting around listening, like Dizzy
0: Gillespie, or like you know, <laughs>
1: yeah, like, I <laughs> like, was, like yeah. the
0: Entertainer. <laughs> 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 that, that's what I came. But
1: from, it's true, yeah. Th- sure. Those
0: days of just the unadulterated, everything was inspiring. And you know, to your point, Steve, I, I used to tell people because they'd be like, "Why Nashville? Is it hard being a songwriter or whatever musician with all these other people?" And I would always say you know when you come here you're either inspired or intimidated and i think the people who are inspired are the ones that seem to stick it out but i've i've amended that sense and it's what you said i'm like no it's actually both it's like you're going to get intimidated and inspired it's just hopefully you're more inspired than intimidated right but you're just there's no way to be here and not feel like what am i doing because you bump into somebody who plays a song or something and you're like and again yeah. you're coming from a place where you know you were kind of the guy it was like you were yeah. sort of the guy who was like oh my buddy writes songs you're like i'm the one guy in my school that kind of does this yeah to like everybody at this school seems to do this at a yeah. very mm-hmm. significant level, level. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah and it's you know as you guys know it's still like that you yeah, know yeah. i think like belmont in a lot of ways was just like this kind of microcosm of of that what i was going to get into you know it was just kind of it was just Prepared me because I still feel that, and, yeah. it's, and it's it's always a challenge to when you feel intimidated. Not, try not, don't let it get into envy, yeah and like, yeah. it's like just being, just let channel it in inspiration. Yeah, this town is mm-hmm. so full of that. If you yeah. can like just reroute your brain to go, yeah, yeah. put it in here, don't yeah, get it down to the heart. Don't I, like, yeah, you know, I agree. I yeah. I heard an
0: interview. This is so random, but Jewel. Uh, was doing uh, this is. God, I mean, this probably twenty years ago. She was doing this thing for MTV, and I remember laughing so hard because it was. You could see the producer. They were doing like uh, it was like a ski, like a snow ski, you know, like. Spring break, but at you know, in Denver or or, uh, Boulder or something, you know, and you know that Park City, name it. But it was like, and we have Jewel who's playing outside a set, and you know that producer was like, We're gonna put a little thing down. She and a percussionist, we're gonna plug her in, it'll be on the side of the slope. And you could tell the minute it comes on to her, she's like, This is the most miserable I've ever been in my life, and two do you really think I'm going to be able to perform in these conditions? Like you could read that immediately. And she kind of powers through her set. She's got gloves on with the tips or, and it was just, I was even at that age, but she said something that I thought was really interesting. They were like, what is your hope for your music? And she said, Really, just that it inspires. That's really all I want. And I remember at the time mm. thinking, "That's the weirdest answer I've ever heard." You know, I was probably mm. early twenties, and I was like, "No, you want people to buy it. or You want them to sing it." But I was now. I'm like, "That's it's all, that's it's it." Pure. I just want it to be inspiring. I just want people to hear yeah. it. And either then they want to go write a song, or they want to go tell their girlfriend they love her, or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, I just want it to be inspiring. Mm-hmm. And so, to I your point, that. it's it's that's it's true about this town. It's intimidating as crowd but man, it's so inspiring. It is on a good day, on a bad day, right? You're right. Like, well, that's part. <laughs> what's
1: so great about the the hometowns and campgrounds thing is you get to hear those stories. It's exactly right. very well said. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean it and you know, you guys know when you're in Nashville, in this bubble, and kinda what you, when you're you know, you're your channel your audience is through DMs and com it's like there's this disconnect yeah. and you're in here and you kinda feel like, oh well you can just see in whatever all your other artists' friends are doing and all those measuring you know mm-hmm. uh, units of whatever this many people at the show this is where I'm out in the chart and the radio, and it can start you think it start to feel small you know yeah. at least i I struggle with that sometimes, but when I get out mm-hmm. on tour and just whatever I just I meet a family like we listen to music in our kitchen like mm. every day. Or a guy tells me, "Man, I quit my job." This song like gave me this perspective. Jeez, or, or people, you know, people that deal with have suffered with loss or fighting cancer or whatever, and they go, "Your song, your music helps me." I'm like, that really puts it's a lot unbelievable. In my it's yeah. unbelievable. That's the stuff that I mean. You guys know that just that's what keeps me going. And so I get what Jewel's saying when yeah. you know, but getting getting that feedback. Uh, is, is well it's, and two,
0: it's to your point it really is such a great I, I, I will literally say this out loud to myself some nights after I do shows like that where I get to interact with people especially in those settings where it's like a little off the beaten path it's not a venue so it feels a little like this is how we do the venue shows and it's good to meet you know yeah. or like a VIP experience which is great but like we actually have a chance to really interact with people I will find myself I, I will get in the car after those events and I'll think I need to do this more Cause I'll think
2: mm-hmm.
0: th- it's just, it's so clarifying. Yes. Like you see the songs people react to I'll joke. Cause I'll be like, I got to stop writing songs like that. Nobody cares, but boy, these they love. And of course I'm joking, but it's right. just such a, it's such a pure version of what we do. It it's immediately you can see, you know, the, and then to have people come up, like you said, and share these stories that are just so impactful. Those nights to me are just so powerful. I mm-hmm. like I, I remember. I'm telling you, every time I get in the car those nights, I'm just I'll, I'll take a beat and I'll just go. God, I just needed this to remember. Like, what is it I'm trying to do? Because it's so hard to not get lost in the like. Mm-hmm. He's playing where? She's doing what? They open for who? Or yeah. they're closing yeah. for who? Or whatever. Right. But instead, mm-hmm. going man, this is the feeling. This yeah. is the thing I keep chasing. It's just this feeling of like connectedness. Connection. to see the songs matter to people. To know that you know you're doing what you feel like you've been called to do, and that it's having an effect in the world. It's just so. So, and especially, especially in 2023, when it feels like everything we're having to deal with, with social media and whatever can get right. so confusing and right. get spun in the wrong way or a comment can't be taken like it's meant to be, or, you know, people yeah. leave some snarky comment, whatever it is. And and it just feels it's like it's so far away from that experience, which is just so like, oh,
2: yes. Mm-hmm. Just human. Yeah, Humans just human. hanging out. <laughs> in there and having a beer in the driveway. Yeah. You know, while their kids run around. It's like it's just good.
1: It is, it's man. It's just good. So yeah. there's gotta be another side to it's not the opposite side. But we're talking about the the pure, the great, the awesome. But sure. you've got to have some good stories. Oh, Steve. Some like Steve. Oh buddy. Steve. Well, we're ready for it. Will you please? This is
0: I told John, I was like, "This is probably top five my favorite performance stories of any of my friends."
2: Wow, wow! I know
0: you got a lot. Please, will you please tell the story? (laughs) I can't. I can't talk about. (laughs) We talk about the Girl
2: Scouts. John,
0: you are about to experience. I'm not kidding. This, I will tell, I'll tell people this story. I mean, I, it's your story. I'll tell them as you. <laughs> I want to hear your It'll vision. just, well, they'll just ramble. We'll be, somebody will be yeah. like, dude, I had the worst thing. I was like, can I tell you one of my favorite yeah. sports of all time? Please
2: tell the folks in yeah. the story. Well, I, so we're doing this, I'd say we, it was just me. This is not, we're you and the this Holy is Spirit. pre-hometowns and campgrounds. Okay. This was, uh. Early days. This was uh, probably right after I met, had met you, Dave, and I, I just dropped out of college after two years. By the way, can we just, I don't want to keep doing this, but how did your parents feel about that? Um, That's a big move. Mm-hmm. So my, before, I almost didn't go to school to begin with. Oh, okay. But I actually had I had this independent record deal offered to me when I was 18. Oh, wow. And it's a long story, so I don't want to, and I used to ask the question, but I, end, I ended up turning down the deal. An, an attorney. I, got I have him. that in
1: my notes. Like how did Do you we, turn down a deal at 18?
2: Okay. Do you want to, you want to go into that? Cause I could, I, I'll please like, give it to okay, us. Okay. Then, we'll, then we'll get we to have the like Girl five scouts stories We'll get to, to the yeah. girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll land all these. It's a choose your <laughs> adventure. Uh, so when I was 18, I, I made my first solo CD. The other stuff was with, I had uh-huh. line of reason and another band and I made my first solo thing. What was the name of the other band? And uh, it was, it was another try hard name. It was called my evergreen Avenue. Oh, that's Ooh, amazing. I like that actually. You guys are so nice. No, that is good. You think that's cool? Yes. All right. All right the other one was called like Stained you. with Adam. Wait, yeah. wh-
0: what is what is um what is Rector's High School band? It's so good. His <laughs> is Euromark. Euromark. That's cool. That is To me that's that wins But you have to be from Berlin though. That's the only thing. It's like yeah. it's a Euromark cool playlist. Yeah. Euro-mark. But I like that about it. But he told me that. I was like, it's so cool, but it's so not Ben Rector. Like, yeah. Euromark? It's pretty like, hip. It sounds like it just be... Yeah. Like, just MIDI <laughs> right. synths. And right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, welcome tonight. Yeah. We are going to have some fun with yeah. the band.
2: You know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We were trying hard. We were, we were trying good. very hard. My Evergreen always. Avenue. So, but I, the, the band was breaking up. Everyone was going to college. And I was like, I'm serious about this. I really want to keep doing it. So I recorded a CD in my mom's... One of my mom's coworkers. Husband's basements. He brought me over and just reverb the crap out of the recordings, and it was awesome. I was. I was. I was stuck. We so we had this little seven song EP, printed it out. Is it off just the you Deepo, and a guitar? Just me and a guitar. Okay. okay. I think my, I had my friend come over play at keys on a couple of things, but it was it was super bare bones. And and one of the bands that my high school band had opened up for was coming back through town. I knew they were signed to a little indie label down in Florida, and I never do this. Like I, literally, since I've come to Nashville, it's not been my play. Like, it, but I. I gave him my CD. It was like, so I said, and I was like, man, you just give it a listen. I just recorded this. And he took it back to, gave it back to the president of the label, who was actually the, he was in a, a band called LFO. You guys remember that? Yes. New Kids on the Block. This guy, Brad Fischetti. Okay. One of the guys in that band started a label. It's called 111 Records in Orlando, Florida. And he heard the recording. And I was working at a dry cleaner at the time. In my town and i and my phone i got a phone call uh and it was brad the head of the label i had no idea like the guy from the band never oh, even told even me he wow. gave it to wow me. i didn't know he listened to it and then i get a, a call from the head of the label and he's like i mean made me feel like a million bucks he's like dude i love your stuff and he's like i tell you what like i want to fly you down here and talk about a record deal maybe a publishing deal and i was like oh my gosh In my mind. I'm like in a tour bus like next week. Totally. (laughs) So so he so he flies me and my dad so he flies me and my dad down. We go down it's so funny. I remember I remember like I'm so glad your dad went by the way. My dad went and we and the funniest thing is my dad who got God bless him, he's not like a super fashionable guy, he's like a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I was like, Dad, I think I need some like, cool clothes for this. He's like, okay, where should we go? It's so, like, we go to like JCPenney and Urban Outfitters. No oh. stylist. It's hilarious. The stuff I wore, it's like not even stuff I would wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah, like yeah. nothing matched. And I yeah, go yeah. down there with just like my new clothes. And, and he takes us at the Cheesecake Factory.
0: Oh, my God. And, and offers That's me a record deals deal
2: and a, and a publishing deal. <laughs> That's where yeah, deals yeah, that close. Oh get come on, closed. man! That was over the it, it, That steak, Diane. Where where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs>
1: steak, <laughs> Diane.
2: Chicken Madeira. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That was a good one. Oh yeah. Uh, so anyway, I I you know I get this record deal. I mean, which was insane. It blew my mind. Right. And I, uh, and I end up having to get an attorney to look it over. Did y'all? I, so when you're down there, did you like play for him? I didn't. That's actually fun. Wow. I didn't even play okay. with. Him. I didn't play for him. Uh, Y'all had one dinner. We just had dinner. And I then think he-
1: they, they probably saw the outfit and they're like, all right, we're yeah, good. Yeah, it was probably, yeah, they're like, to, yeah, like we don't need This guy's guy a, a legit. rebel. The this style's off throws, the charts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, uh, also, could he be
1: blind? We need to make <laughs> sure he's not blind. No one combines pennies <laughs> with Urban Outfitters. We've never seen it done. You're on. We're in.
2: It was original.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: LFO's
0: ch- style changed overnight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So anyway, I had to find this attorney. It's a long story. I get connected with this guy. He's like a, a kind of an underdog attorney. Like, but I knew he represented some bands that I knew and whatever. He, so he he ends is up- Is he out of Philly? Where is he? Or Pittsburgh he, or something? He's somewhere? actually out of St. Louis. Oh, wow. Uh, and I call him up. Because we should, I don't even know if we said this. You grew up right outside of Pittsburgh. I, yes, I grew outside Sorry, of Pittsburgh. that should yeah. have been said long ago. No, long it's all right. There. And uh, this guy, uh, I call him up. He's like, hey, I got five minutes. What do you need? And I ended up, he like, it was just super that vibe. And then, but then he kept talking to me for like an hour. I think he could tell I was lost. I was naive mm-hmm. and he could God just, I think his guy. heart just went out to me. Mm-hmm. So we talked for a long time and he's like, why don't you send me over the deal? And I'll take a look at it. So he's, we send the deal over and I'll never forget being again, down in the basement where i Downloaded Dave Matthews on Napster. My dad's office. You're back on the swivel chair. Back on the swivel chair, watching the deal memo come through my dad's fax machine. Oh wow! Wow, Which is takes you back, right? Wow! Watching it come through, and I'm just seeing like entire paragraphs are scratched out, Mm -hmm. and he's adding zeros to budgets, like in my favor. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. This looks. I thought it was cool. This is even better. So we send the markups to uh, to Brad the guy at the label and and he says and he ends up calling me the next day but it just goes straight to voicemail it was like well i don't know how you could or maybe i missed it it seemed like I, I didn't even get his call but i get this voicemail and and he's like you know hey you know i thought we had a relationship we're really oh, insulted by this deal Yeah, you, you have a choice to make you know you can either work with this attorney or you can work with us but you can't do both wow and i was like what like I'm 18 and I already have to decide who I trust and what to do. And I mean, it was like, again, I was so on the high of this potential deal and I was just like, like kind of crushed. Um, So it was, a I mean, I remember it being a really hard decision. I remember like, you know, being like frustrated to, and confused to like the point of tears mm-hmm. and like, yeah. But uh, there was something that Dan the attorney said that really like put it in perspective for me, and he said, Hey, you know I think you're I really think you have talent, and i think I also think you're really young, and if you want to get in the music business yeah you know, this this is a long road, and if you want to go like i'll I'll walk it with you, like mm-hmm. I can help you out. He's like, But if I was you, I wouldn't get in bed with the first person who wants to sleep with you. He put it like that, and I don't know Dang. why it just was like, yeah." You, maybe that's right, and, wow. uh, So I'm just I, so
1: impressed with any 18 year- old who could be yeah. <laughs> offered a deal and have because I, as, as you're talking about what he said to you, which of course makes all the sense in the world, you know, to me as a 41 year old, but at 18, it's like, I, I had no ability. To see, like it's a long road, man. Like sentences like that yeah. fell on deaf ears for me. Well, it was it, you know? it was
2: not what I wanted to hear, right? Right. I mean, I but kudos to you for making well, the
1: tough decision at that time. Well,
2: thanks. I I feel so grateful, man. I mean, I'm so grateful. Yeah, that's and, that, and, that is the definition of dodging a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so evident now, and you know, it's just God's protection. Honestly, I'm so glad because that's what that's what brought me to Nashville, which has been like the best thing that ever happened to me. Because I, I I was never probably going to come here. 'Cause I yeah. wasn't even making country music at that time and all that. I probably wouldn't have made it here. My mom was like, Hey, she was she was relieved, you know. She was mm-hmm. <laughs> she was relieved and she's like, Listen, like she's like, I I would love for you just to go to college for two years. If you just go for oh, two got years, you. Okay. Okay. she okay. said, I'll support you in whatever you want to do. But if, I just want you to have that experience and know what you'd be passing on. Wow. And, I thought that was that's, great advice that's too. Really that is a, cool because it wasn't advice. like you have to get it a
1: degree. Right, right. It was just yeah, it's go. not about the paperwork. No, she it was wants just, you to have the experience, and, and
2: that was such great. That was great. Yeah. Uh, so that, that that's what led me down to to Nashville. I, I was like, okay, well, obviously that made music feel really serious. I just got a record yeah. deal, so I'm not going to go study. like you know finance in Iowa now. Like I'm. I really want to like keep finance yeah. Iowans
1: everyone's plan B God. yeah <laughs> it's just yeah.
0: if you meet one financier in Iowa you meet a thousand it, that's right you throw a rock hey, you're gonna no hit a offense financer.
2: to finances there's academic uh, so academics in financers. Iowa <laughs> fine people <laughs> just <laughs> trying to make a point that I I was like it ju- it just made me even more serious about music so you know I google music you know google like music school music oh, wow. business school and that's how I that's how I found Belmont that is crazy no way yeah
0: okay so so
2: Diversion back.
1: Scouts.
2: Yeah, so go to Belmont here for Drop a couple out. years, have a great experience. I'm inspired, but my two years is up. I have fulfilled my. Did you kind of
0: always did, to my I mom mean, when your mom said that? I mean, I'm assuming you just kind of knew, like, I'm going to do two years and be done.
2: I think that I think that's how I felt. Okay, it's okay. hard to remember my headspace at the time. I think I was still like I was so. I was thinking, I'm gonna get a record deal before I even get out of here. I think that's where my head was. Yeah. Well, you because I you was offered one. one when I was you know, eighteen. Well you know too and kudos
0: yeah. kudos to your parents and I want to say this really quick for all the listeners. I think one of the things that is really interesting for people like me who grew up where college was like I went to college and loved it. It's best, you know, some of the best four years of my life, four and a half years of my life <clears throat> is All I knew was you go to college. Everybody I knew that was kind of you know like you you went to high school and then you went to college and you did. It's it's it's. I love hearing you say that. I think there's so much value. You know our friend Al Andrews who's been on the pod a few times who we all love dearly. Yeah. You know he gave his kids an option and said, "I want you to actually take a year off and see what you want to do first, and then then we'll send you to college, right? Because you have a little more informed if you want to go to college." To hear your parents go, "Hey, let's go, but let's go for two years," like I need to hear that, and I think there's probably parents who are listening that are going like oh yeah there are other options in just sending your kid to college you know right. what i mean like it's, right, it's yeah. i just like that your mom was like just give me two years because and it's so the thing i love about that is there is also equal chance you could go and be like i love this right yeah i want to stick out the I whole could've. time or gone what you did where you're like that was great it like scratched an itch and now i, I but i now i kind of know what i want to do i just right. think that's cool right. i think that's, it's it's mm-hmm. you know i think especially yeah. people like me are like no you graduating right. you know high school and you go to college it's cool to hear like oh there's other ways to think about that
2: i gotta give yeah i gotta give props to my mom i think yeah. she and my dad i think they handled that really well and like and the third option could have been okay i'm done two years and i fall flat on my face and i go i don't want to do music i can't it's not working out yeah. and i'm are you know so there was that option yep. too i know in her practical mind she probably was like i believe in you but <laughs>
1: right you know her her hand is hovering right. above the check that, was an, that yeah. was an option that was an option. For sure. Do you so, real quick, and and I don't think that you should, because not you know, it's not like any of us have dusted out our our diplomas. Or are you going to go back to school? That's what he's. Do you does me. it bother you that you didn't finish? Does it come up ever? It doesn't bother me
2: anymore. Uh Oh, yeah. it the, did for a while. Those first couple years when I dropped out, it did bother me. Wow. And I, and it was because I didn't. And this will lead into the Girl Scout story, but I, I didn't. I didn't drop out with a deal. I didn't have right. anything. I didn't have a song in a TV show. I didn't have anything going. I just was like, I just can't focus on this anymore. I can't like sit in in you know business or Spanish or whatever. I just like I need to. I just want to get out and do this. I'm so sure it's what I want to do. You
1: knew I I'm not in cool. Iowa. I like that. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I was in, I You were looking up properties in Iowa. Yeah, and it you're doesn't this feel right. Yeah. It just, <laughs> that's right. It just didn't no, right. No, I like that. I think that's way cooler. It than, is. It's great. Of a story than... Well, thanks, you man. Know, I, after your hundredth sink, you're like, all right, the bank account's <laughs> bulging. Yeah. No, Off I, to Iowa we go. I, you had, know.
2: I had nothing... Other you know I had nothing, and i yeah. just but I, I other than just like a new i was I felt like it was what I wanted to do, and i uh so but i i was so yeah, I was like especially around the time my friends started graduating right and i didn't I still didn't have much to show for it, so I was like hmm, yeah, yeah, I'm sweating it out a little <laughs> bit yeah, you know it, there were there was definitely a period uh and I did take online classes a. Briefly, I mean, like four credits. While I was trying to get out and do shows, now that just kind of didn't work. Out. It, It's didn't last for me. But yeah. now it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't get to me. Good. So she
0: walks out on stage mm-hmm. to sing this duet with me. Okay. We've been practicing for weeks. Yeah. I'm so excited to finally get to do this, but she's been telling me how anxious and nervous she gets. So, yeah. You know, sometimes to the point she said that it makes her nauseous. Oh, okay. So she's yep. walking towards me. Yeah. And I can see in her eyes the look of complete abject fear right and she starts to grab her stomach yeah and i can tell if i don't get out of the way she's gonna puke all over me oh my gosh yeah
1: that is so saline uh you know what and that's why you always need to carry a relief band yeah always
0: it's not negotiable folks yeah
1: people this podcast is sponsored by relief band have you ever had to pull over because someone in the car was sick or maybe someone in your family wanted to skip school or work because they were nauseous? yeah if it sounds nauseous, well obnoxious Noxious. listen Ob- obnoxious that's or obnoxiously nauseous,
0: nauseous. <laughs> you God, people at that y'all know we make these things up and don't make any money from it johnny that doesn't matter you know what yeah. matters tell me if that sounds familiar what you're hearing us say you need relief ban. the number one anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness anxiety migraines hangovers morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much
1: more. That's right. Relief Band is natural, fast acting, and will last as long as you need it to last. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has zero side effects. John, you know i'm
0: very conscious of what i put in my body okay so i love that i don't need to take any pills for relief band to work it's magic i use relief band when i get nauseous on planes cars pretty much
1: anytime i feel it coming on that's right relief band has an a plus better business bureau rating and over one i i'm gonna say it again wow 100 grand satisfied customers so they are a brand you can trust and Relief Band makes a great gift for the nausea sufferer in your life. So if you always have a
0: flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, then you need a Relief Band
1: for those unexpected nausea moments. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for DadVille listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code DadVille, you will receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to Relief Band. That's
0: R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com. And use our promo code DADVILLE for 20% off plus free shipping. <laughs> Whew,
1: man. Dave, yeah. I want to give a shout out. Yeah. And when I give a shout out, I always I laugh because it just brings me so much joy you to give a shout, shout out to Claritin yes. Yes. for supporting this episode and providing us with free oh, samples. You know it, John. This time of year, my allergies are in fuego. They're mm-hmm. always on the attack, but I use this and you should too. Oh, I do, Dave. Every day in our house. Yeah. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, which is, this is me raising my hand,
0: Claritin D has two powerful ingredients, just one pill to relieve your allergy symptoms
1: and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, runny nose, Itchy and watery eyes, and itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. John,
0: I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for a long time, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can go for a run without my eyes watering. I may be crying, but it's not sure, from allergies. Totally different. And I can sing without feeling like I have, a fr- like a big old, let's say even call it a frog. It's, a, it's like a toad. It's like a
1: family of toads. It's a family. <laughs> it's a turtle. Yeah. In my throat. So. You ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? Yeah, me. It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter.
0: Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed.
2: But, again, going back to that period, to get to your, your question about the Girl Scouts, I... So what did it look like? I drop out, nothing going. I'm cold calling venues, just learning everything the hard way. Like, how do you get in these places? I'm saying, where's John McLaughlin, Dave Barnes, but I got to play in these rooms, you know? Uh, so I'm calling like, okay, it doesn't work that way. Pretend to be a manager, still not getting very far. But I did. I remember being at a coffee <laughs> house and I got, I got an email to play a show in Atchison, Kansas at Benedictine College for $450. Bro. And I was like, here we go. Game $450, let us go. go. And I, I, Losing money on the trip, let's yeah, and, do this. Well, that's so So I look at, I'm, I was at the Edge Hill Cafe. I remember this vividly. I remember Google Maps. I'm, I'm just juiced on coffee. I got Google Maps up. And I'm like, okay, $450. Then I Google Map it, and I'm like, oh... <coughs> It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I can't do it. So I literally, painfully, write back. I'm so sorry. I can't make the gig. And like ten minutes later, I get another offer for a for a, a to do a show in Omaha at a sports bar for 250. I Have no idea how. And I'm, for some reason, 250. I was like, two gigs. Okay. Now we're now I got a tour. Game on. I got a tour. Yeah. You got it. So dinner. I'm like, I'm like, who that's do? That's best. a
1: North American tour, bro. Yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah. So <laughs> who? you look at at tour shirts yeah looking (laughs) it up yeah maybe i get a couple more and get some more lines on the back of this (laughs) tee. so i go this is so funny to think about now but at the time it felt so logical i'm like who do i know between here and omaha nebraska where i can like play a show and stay for free and you guys know jake goss Uh, he's the drummer for has been on dad Dad, yeah i heard the episode yeah Yeah. yeah. he's an old friend and used to play drums with me and stuff at belmont and beyond and so I'm like, okay, Jake's parents live in, uh, Fayette, I think it's in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I knew I could stay for free there because they offered, you know, and uh, so I I booked I just this. I love, gig. I love young man brain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just, just love it so much. This it. is young man brain. <laughs> and, and I so I I find I found this venue on uh, called the Pontiac Coffee House in Fayetteville oh, on yes. MySpace. Send him a, I can't remember if it was a message or a call, but I set up a show on my way out to my other big gigs I had. And, uh, and I, like, all right, here we go. Locked in. I got three dates. Here we go. Uh, I think I, maybe I got one on the way back, but who knows to the story I get, I get in my time Honda element with my CDs. I love that car. I, I, I'm, I'm dropped out of school. I got nothing going except this. Do You have all the faint lights at this point yet. I think I did. Okay. I think I okay. just, it maybe just came out. Um, and I'm driving out there, I'm like I think it's like nine hours to Fayetteville or something. And I'm, Are you driving day of? Day of. Oh rough. Day of. Young man brain, once again. But I couldn't yeah. pay for a hotel. Yeah, you can't. That's do the right. thing. I didn't have I couldn't hey, come I on, didn't have find, that kind of cash. That's not, that's not the expenses. No, I wasn't in there. So I so I get I get to the Pontiac Coffee House. And I <laughs> it. has gotta it's, be the Pontiac Coffee House, yeah. by the way. It's <laughs> and nice. I, it's, it's like a, you know, it's a gravel lot. I get out and you know and I'm it's overcast guy and I get my guitar, I <laughs> walk in there and at the, behind the, the cashier the only person in there is, the, gravel, this is the barista gravel slash lot cashier. Overcast sky. Yeah, I've taken you there. <laughs> and and <laughs> that's the only person in there. And I'm like, okay. It's right, it's early. People people will be here. Yeah. It's a walk up. It's on, a my, walk-up this is on my website. This is on it's your a walk-up yeah, it's not right, people are gonna come.
1: It's a walk up town.
2: So I go I'm like, hey, I'm you know I'm Steve Mochler. I'm here to play tonight. Gosh. And the, and Can you briefly t- just t- uh, tell us a little bit about just like where
0: where how's your bravado right now? It's humming right. Like oh. you're walking in there just like
2: oh I got yeah a lot on the, the line. You're like I got my guitar. Oh. me. it's me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's me. me. I know you've been expecting <laughs> me. It's the dates on my website. Hopefully oh, my. on your website. And we're gonna do good business tonight.
1: Here. <laughs> 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 we're gonna do good
2: business. So, I so much to my surprise, the the guy but kind of kind of counters like he's like what? I was like oh. I'm here. Um, Steve Munkler won't well, say it again. I'm here. You must not have play, heard me. Yeah, I'm here to play <laughs> a show. He's like, uh, let me uh, let me get the manager. Let me get oh, here. so he goes in the back, and I'm just starting to get a little nervous, and and the, and the, they they're back there for a little too long. And cuz it's not a big place and then he comes back out and, and uh-huh. with the manager guy and the guy and the guys he's like he's like uh, um I'm really sorry. We we just we did not know about this. We we weren't we didn't know you were coming and uh and he, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I <laughs> 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 And I go and I'm like, uh-huh. "Okay. I, all right. Uh I mean, what are you thinking? I think I'm, my my mind's racing. I'm like, do I just leave? I'm like, I can't leave. Like, I'm here. I just drove all the way. I just dropped out of college. Like, I need to do something right here. So, <laughs> all of so, that. All of that. So there's just, we just kind of have this silent standoff. My mind's racing. I, I think he's not going to tell me to leave, but I'm like, so he's like, well, I mean, I guess you could just you know, you can play, you can set up, you can play right there if you want. I'm like, okay, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so there's no PA, there's no stage, there's just a couch in this. So, so wait, do they have
1: shows at this
2: place? I don't know. I, they were supposed to have this one. I thought they had a couple. I thought I'd seen it. I thought it, it's hard to go back and recall all the details. <laughs> the trauma is so deep. <laughs> so deep. You
1: can't open I that I thought file. they had
2: shows. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. And <laughs> So again, just to reiterate, there's a couch there's a couch and that is. Yeah. There's, and no there's no stage. There's a couch PA. and a coffee table and a couple chairs. What, like this. what time of day are we talking? This is this, this is about five o'clock. But show time <laughs> was going to be seven. And and so I go. All right, all right. They're like, set up right there. I was like, cool, fine. You know, set up right here because I'm still thinking people are going to come. Oh yeah, and I got to be here. Yeah, man, you got to set up quick. I, those so people are, they're they're on their way. They're on their way. Yeah. Luckily, it's a quick setup. No PA. <laughs> I just get. You I just, just pretty get, much have to take literally. The just went out. back out to get my stack of CDs. I set them on the oh. coffee table, and you know, I think I ate some kind of rap thing they had there, whatever. And I just waited, and I and I just, just kick off the show. No one's there. Just oh sitting boy. on a couch. Sitting on the couch. Oh, boy. No one's there. And, like, the vibe in this place, like, just to continue to take you there, it's like they got, like, there's, like, t shirts with wolves on them and, like, you know, plates with, with angels. And there actually is just a big Pontiac car for, like, a 1950s Pontiac in the middle of this oh, place. Oh, okay. And it's, I'm just, I'm finally starting to take in my surroundings. Yeah. This is a weird place I am. I'm in. Yeah. And, Get into song one, song two. I look across further. It's kind of an odd, big room. And I, I look across and I see there is people here. There's actually a little Girl Scout meeting happening on, on about about 50 feet away. There's like a half wall in this corner where there's a Girl Scout meeting. And I notice in my third song, I notice there's like some moms that are kind of peering over the half wall, <coughs> smiling at me. And I'm Wait,
0: like, oh, do I have to ask a quick question.
2: Are you are
0: you talking about some Jesus are you just going I, mean, I think going I'm, to, just going.
2: Okay. I'm just going I'm just going I'm real, I'm I'm aware there's no one there uh the guy behind the counter was like giving me the time of day, and you know I can't remember. He might have clapped once or twice. Okay,
1: so I you're mean, literally just playing just, to the air.
2: I'm just playing. I'm just hoping Which somebody walks in. I don't know what in. is more I, sad:
1: no <laughs> silence after the song, or the one guy clapping. After it's hard the song. to say. It's hard. That's a tough. It's hard to say. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's a. Hey, that's a debate. <laughs> one. Um, one guy clapping. Yeah,
0: that's the name of this episode, by the way. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, you know, I'm. I see. I, I'm. It doesn't take a lot to just get me spurred on at this point. I'm hungry. I'm desperate, and I, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's desperate. Me, I am desperate. And this, this, the mom smiling. I don't know. This is young man brain. Oh, I love this so much. I go. Here's my shot. Yep. That's all I needed. Here we go. So, without too much thought, which I, I do. I'm. Not, like I would say I'm normally kind of an overthinker, but I didn't think about this at all. I just keep get the guitar in the right hand, I just pick up from the couch. I, I gotta I gotta clear the distance. You gotta go with the people. I gotta are. clear the distance. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I walk by the Pontiac, you know, and I and I and I pick up a stool on the way and I put the stool down in front of the Girl Scout meeting and I <laughs> and I start to play my fourth song. And I think it's going to be great. Oh yeah, my heart's racing, but I'm like, this is this this is going to be what this a comeback showbiz. story this, this is, is about showbiz. to be. Yeah, <laughs> this what is a comeback and story. And I and I and I start to play, and the the moms that were smiling like their the faces quickly change. <laughs> it's quick, <laughs> and it's immediate. It's concern. There's there's fear. There's concern. They're looking around. They're looking at each other. Like who's going to handle this? This needs to, this needs to stop and the alpha mom finally stands up she's like yeah no I am sorry I I said hey I'm sorry like I'm getting the vibe'm like hey is this am i bothering you guys is this a problem and then the mom's like she's like yeah I I'm so I'm so sorry we I'm so we're we're in the middle of something over here like, I'm we I'm so sorry but yeah we we, we, yeah, And I'm like, Yeah, 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 I told, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got it, yeah, for sure. I'm so I'm sorry. Um
1: I'm sweating right <laughs> now. Young man, are you crying? Yeah. No, 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 no. I t- I, oh. I
2: I am like I got it, I got the message, stop playing. And I just and I pick up the stool and just just <laughs> make the sadest slowly walk back the saddest twenty to the foot couch. walk in the history of time so sad and like I remember being so ashamed like I couldn't even like make eye contact with the cashier guy because yeah. I know he saw it all oh, and I was there. like we can't even look he I think he was trying like he didn't see it right. just to spare me he was probably ashamed I mean and we're just and I'm just and I just shame. I walk back to the couch just I mean just just gutted you know. And, and I sit back down and I just, just played a few more songs. I was like, maybe someone's gonna come. Mm-hmm. Like one person came in and they just like went straight to buy a coffee and like smiled at. It. I was like, okay, yeah, smiled at me and, and gonna walk out. And I think whatever. And actually, and then I did have a friend like text me. Th- it's probably I think it was one of Jake's high school friends. We're like, hey man, we might be there. I was like, and I was like. Please don't come! <laughs> oh my gosh! I I, I said something. Like, oh, actually, this Girl Scout meeting, the gay, I was there. like, the gay, it's, I actually just wrapped up, and I was like, no, so I don't. Now, now I don't up. want anybody here. Now, especially not someone that like knows somebody I know. Yeah, yeah. So I just I played a couple s- more songs and just like just wrapped it up. And at the and the Girl Scout meeting let out, and they were like couple of the moms came by on their way out. They were so nice, like mm-hmm. we're sorry, you really sound great. Oh. And we just were in the middle of this and and like one of the one of the moms like, "You know, my cousin works at a radio station here. why don't you give him a call? Slid me a number oh. and then they're like, Are you hungry, hon? we got We got some food, and I was like, Actually, I am you know, <laughs> and I, so I go back i I had their like left the whatever some rotisserie chicken and grapes, and I just sat there, which feels right, yeah, and that was the and some thin not. mints. Some Samoans. Probably was a thin mint. They man. were like <laughs> <Yeah>, the <right? "Here's laughs> Girl Scout cookies.
0: Yeah. You could have as many as you want. That story, oh I can't gosh. think of many stories that typify <sighs> the plight. I mean, John's
2: sweating. I'm, I'm laughing. sweating. We're living it. It is yeah. just like. Oh, it's it's again. the
0: combination of a few things. It's just the absolute confidence mm-hmm. of a young man who is like, I have songs. People need to hear the freaking songs. Once
1: they hear them,
0: yeah. It is time be, for me. Yeah.
1: It is time for me to get on the road. Like, I wha- love that you walked back <laughs> to the empty couch side of the room and played a couple uh, more songs. That's the
2: best part That's the maybe best the part. best part. I couldn't let them know they got to me the no. way they did. No, yeah. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> and, 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 no, just to make sure. But none of them like bought because like if I'm the mom,
2: I'm like, here's ten bucks. Thing, I don't think any money was exchanged. <sighs> I I did sell one CD to the guy behind the counter, which Sweet was cool. Guy, that was that cool. guy
1: seems awesome.
2: He was a good guy to me. Yeah.
1: I, as the story's going on, I'm like, I'm rooting no, for. He was that good. guy too. He was a good guy.
2: guy. I put him through it that night. Oh. He, probably, he probably tells that story. Jeez, I did I hope it, he how did the rest yeah. of the
0: shows go on the tour on the first? tour?
2: Honestly, set this the one at the sports bar was not that great, but it was better than that. <laughs> uh, the bar was low, the bar's but low. then the one yeah. the one at the college. Um, in Atchison, Kansas was awesome. Oh, wow. It, and, that, and that, you know, you, that's all it takes.
0: Bro, and, and you know what? It was and, oh, yeah. awesome. It's it, like, yeah. golf. You just exactly one shot, like golf. Exactly It one has good to be said, too, yeah. that those kind of weekends as a, I mean, how old are you? 20? I, I think at the, I was 20, maybe. Tw- a 19, it 20. is formative. Yes. It really is. It is like, you have to do it. You have to go from like, okay. Like nobody cares. Like yes, you go home that night. You lay in the bed, and that to me is like this is where the rubber freaking hits. Because when you get up the next year and like time for the next show, it's like yes, you go and play another show. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that. I just love that. I love that. Like oh no 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 that I'm okay with that. Like it broke me. Oh I I live to play again.
1: Like this is you know what I mean?
0: It's like it's like you have to do that. Like I played a
1: show. Well. I technically played a show in (laughs) Memphis one time Uh where we pull up to. This was actually the first, it was at the High Tone Cafe. It was the first time where I was like, this is a legit place. We're playing Memphis. Yeah. This is a a, high tone cafe. Yeah. And we get there. My name's spelled wrong, of course, (laughs) with an H. We load in. We play the show. Only one person comes. And that guy left early. And he only came because he thought the other John McLaughlin was playing. Oh. Uh, but who is the other one? The jazz know. guitar. Okay. Yeah. He's Pardon a like me. a legendary guitar player. Uh, not to me. You're dead legend to uh, me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We've got that recorded. We'll send me that. Um But I was with my band though. So I feel like that makes it Yeah. That that makes the whole experience so it spreads the hits shame. It's different. Yeah. It spreads it, the there's shame. There's a shared sense right. of all of that. You were just straight up by yourself. Straight up.
2: Very
0: I had a, I had a show at early days, early days, played down here at Bongo Java mm-hmm. in the, the after upstairs. Hours up after Hours Theater. After Hours Theater. I love that place. It will me always too. have a piece of my heart. It was so few people that it was just my friends from college. We'd all just moved here. It was about five of them. It was only them <laughs> and me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to play like it's a yeah. packed arena, and at one point, one of my... Good girlfriends goes Dave and breaks the what is it the fourth period fifth the wall, fourth, wall. fourth wall fourth wall yeah and I'm like on the mic yeah she's like can can we just go eat
1: when we're yeah. <laughs> gonna be done and I was like
0: can, can I just play like the show show ender <laughs> the show ender that <laughs> Hit him with the hits. Oh, and I was like oh. <laughs> and they were just kind of like, Cool, you need some help packing up. I was like, Yeah, we just gotta <laughs> <back>. <laughs> <and ate. clears throat> Those moments oh, man. In there, man. are just so so similar. Character building. Yes. They're so character Okay, so so oh my gosh. when we talk when we start talking about camp the thing oh. that I want to know, so you have oh, these man. two boys. Yeah. And they're how old? Three and four. Three and four. I can't imagine as a dad, so they, you know, you've, we've all seen those nightmare shows. How on the other opposite end, how sweet is it that your boys get to see you do these shows that they get to see you do see the people's responses to it? You know what I mean? Like, I just think that's such a beautiful thing, especially (laughs) coming out of that story where it's like, not only is it all these people that love what you do, but your kids, you're, you're, sons are watching their dad do this thing and seeing people immediately respond to it and see hear people talk about you and come up and give you hugs and you know talk about
2: how much that's such a sweet thing yeah, it, it is cool man i, I don't I, again it's, it's we're so it's kind of all we know you know they were in yeah. the womb out there yeah. and diapers mm-hmm. out there so I, ha- I haven't really given that like a ton of thought but that mm-hmm. is it and is, they're probably it is like cool.
1: little mini celebrities in this group Right. Everybody knows that they're your kids. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, they. I think. Yeah. They. They do get like gifts and stuff. They get. Yeah. They, they get. They get all spoiled out there. Coloring mm-hmm. books and right. stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah. So. But yeah. They, they. I mean. They. They love it. They love coming on the road. They. They like the change of scene and. And it, you know, just it's. I think. I think they really enjoy it. Yeah. And, and it's cool. I think. I'm just starting to get feedback like that. My oldest son like, was is like. Singing some of my songs Oh like, mm. man I, And I can't really see it From where I'm at But like a, Oh a, like Gracie, uh, During yeah. the shows Yeah and, and like yeah. Just la- just last night like We were brushing his teeth And I think Oh it was I posted that like Recap video from the tour So yeah. my song was playing And I was yeah. And he's like And he started singing it A little bit And I was like You like that song He's like I like that song oh, And wow. I was like That's so Nothing cool. better mm. In it's the so world so cool Nothing better yeah. yeah And it's still Brand new to me You know Three yeah. and four Like yeah. I'm just starting To get
1: some of that Dude, three and four. So it's cool. You guys are in the thick of it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like when <laughs> I have <We> are, yeah. <laughs> I have two girls that are when they were like when Luca was four, Livy was two. I mean, I think if Amy, and my wife, were here, I think she would agree with me. Like that that's probably the the hardest time. That's the time where it's like the most physically exhausting, I feel like. Yeah. Because you're you're still like now, like our girls, they come downstairs in the morning fully dressed. Oh my gosh, I can't They're even like, imagine. Like when that you say now. you're brushing your son's teeth, I'm like, yeah, that that you used to have to do everything. Like, what is what is yeah. the what do you find is like the the hardest part for you? I got, uh, this is a mm-hmm. question. If you could omit one part of the day, one of the daily dad things what would it be?
2: Man, that's a great question. I think
1: it's probably,
2: this is, this first thing comes to mind, but it, it's it's that period, it's the period after dinner mm. and before bedtime mm-hmm. where dinner has been served and it was largely denied. Right. And now we want to eat everything and it's like, it's just like, you know, just like mentally what do i do is just yeah. am i creating bad habits and like physically i'm like somehow i've dirtied three more plates right. there's crumbs everywhere i just cleaned the kitchen like that period of time i don't know why like every day feels like the hardest period of time yeah. and then going and then when that kicks into bath time my kids are well my my youngest one is a nut in the bathtub like it is like he he's like it's like sea world in there <laughs> It's crazy. Like we've had water leaking through the ceiling. Yes. And it's just like oh, so yes. that period of time right there. The post dinner I'm hungry into bath time. Yeah. is is the hardest time. So yeah. so yeah. with
0: y'all, with you and Gracie, what what do you feel yeah. like y'all's superpowers are as parents?
2: Ooh. Uh, like
0: what are the things y'all are like man, we each kind of cover these bases well.
2: I feel like I'm uh, a <laughs> I am i have I I feel like I'm pretty good at like the uh the practicalities of like getting their lunches packed, getting their clothes clean and like some I don't, I guess that kind of stuff, like the the logistics, the physical, yeah, getting you what you need, that kind of stuff. Um my wife is really good. She's like the just the nurturing, mm. like safe place. I I can also be a little like, you know, a little more strict, probably more like trying to keep it on the rails because yeah. of that, and she's a little more like gracious, like when they're having a hard time, like getting on their level, and I'm learning from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. too. I mean, we we've talked about this a lot on the pod, but I think same gender parent kids are always. Uh, there's mm. more, always more friction. Like dads sense. to sons, moms to daughters. It's yeah. There's just, because, you know, and we've talked about it a lot, but like I think people kind of theorize that it's because you know the plight of a man. Yes. And so you're like, you need to toughen up because the world's going to do all this stuff. And a yep. woman is doing the same thing. It's like, I know what it's yeah. like to be a girl totally. a and a And you got to, you know, pack this thing in tight because it's going to. And so I think there's always a little bit when you have just one gender of kids, yeah. Whatever that parent is, it's the same gender. It can get a little, uh, you know. I've talked to we've talked to a lot of parents who are like, yeah, it gets, you know, it, you can feel where like, oh, dad's gonna lean in in different ways on yeah. these boys than mom is. Obviously, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it makes. I mean, that's that's good to hear. That it makes you feel less alone. But I I do get that. I mean, I think you see, I can see myself in them, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's like, and there's a little bit of the, that, or and also because they're boys, like they they fight. they will be more, you know. They're more like combative and fight with each other, and I'll feel like I got to referee that.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like,
2: are they? Do they? Do like they scrap? They're starting to scrap a little bit. They're not not too bad. They're pretty. They're pretty like sweet natured guys, and but you know they just they they'll get into it a little bit. Yeah, it's it's, not even as. It's, they'll just like fight even just like verbally a little more, and then every now and then, what's begin as they get bigger, I feel like it's getting a little more off. Now they have a little more weight to throw around, like <laughs> you know, like the quick. It's like the quick hits, <laughs> like it, they're real quick. It's like just the ho- get one in. It's the hockey check. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. A end it's the ring, more yeah. of that, and then it's like after two or three of those, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah.
1: It's always it's tricky kind of when because my two girls will fight. They will wrestle. They and it's tricky when it's like. I'm up in the kitchen. And they're down on the couch, and they're like they they're they're having a great time. And I'm like yeah, oh, I'm watching them. It's so great. And then they start they oh, go a man. little too far. Yeah. And then then I'm like, all right, hey hey hey, come on. And then they you know they go too far, and then one of them's crying, and then I get down there, and and they're both laughing again. <laughs> it's this weird sort of like. Yeah. I feel like I need to jump in here, but like you guys are going back and forth between like having the time of your life, yeah. yes, and like yep. crying and and being upset. It's tricky. Well, it it just, is. It's, it's, a it's fine just line. like,
0: and this is such an obvious statement, but I'm seeing this more with our kids as they get bigger, they just get more hurt. And so, yeah. what what at that age where you are, you can have little tussles, but nobody, you know, they're so small, right? So they can't hit that hard. They're not that heavy. If they're sitting on each other, you know, like right. now it's like ours are just getting that age where like. If Ben, if Ben is just like laying on Sam to annoy him, if he lay, if he lays on him the wrong way, like and pins his, you know, something his arm or head or something, yeah. he really gets hurt. Yeah, and you're so it's no Vanderbilt. longer like, yeah, yeah. you gotta watch out. As a college, yeah, just because you know he's smart and he knows what he's doing and how to pin his younger brother. Um, but I do think so. So one question I love asking. So no, so with with boys being two and three, with your kids being two and three. Like you've been in it for a minute, you know what I mean mm-hmm. you've been in it for plus years whatever it is now if you could go back like you know either you know you've just had what's your oldest name Jack Jack yeah so Jack has been let's say he's either about to be born or whatever and you can time travel back and Steve is standing there in the hospital room mm-hmm. and you have like a couple of minutes you know what's what's knowing what you knew now what are what are you saying to him brand new dad Steve yeah Ah. Oh. Hmm. Jack Mockler is a phenomenal name by the way.
2: You like that? Thank yes. you. I appreciate that.
0: He's either going to be like a really good bar fighter <laughs> or like could be living in Iowa and doing just amazing no, fine Yeah. Out there. yeah. <laughs> I can hear I, it. it. It's, it's
2: it's a good path, you know? Uh, either way. <laughs> yeah. Um man, I would what would I say to myself at that time? Jeez. Um I mean, dude, I mean, you guys know this. It just, it goes, it just, it just goes so freaking fast. You know, I think I'd say just to like, just to lean in and, and just to, just to soak it up. I mean, even those like newborn nights that are coming, all that stuff that was like so exhausting, Mm -hmm. um, just to soak it up more.
0: Yeah. Do you feel, have you seen yourself like, or, or let me ask this differently. What are the ways you've seen yourself change the most
2: as a dad? And the heavy hitters. I should have been prepared. I've listened to this podcast so many times. <laughs> I think you're dropping hit me with some fresh stuff. <laughs> uh we you're inspiring different things, Steve. Uh I think I mean, for one, it's 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 changed how I want to spend my time, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and that that's been a huge one. Just feeling I I feel like I've and I think there's a good and a bad to this, but I feel like I've gotten a little more like dutiful. In some yeah. ways you, you mean know? like dude like no like, dude like duty I was joking. like yeah <laughs> I've got to be more of a guy you know I'm what mean? more I'm more dudeish dude like <laughs> just lean into the dude no, thing. no man I've I, I've gotten a little more dutiful which mm. I, I think is in some ways is is cool in other ways I'm like trying to keep it in check you know mm-hmm. um I've my my heart's gotten way softer mm. not that it was ever super hard I mean but I, I feel like I've got, you know, dude, I can just, I can cry a lot easier. Oh my gosh. Which I think is, I think is good, you know, especially when you're making music, keeping Mm. it soft, right? (laughs) But, uh, this, uh, man, yeah. So I, I feel like my, my, I've gotten, I I think a lot more, I guess, yeah, I'd say tender, maybe dutiful, Mm. um, and just being a lot more, you know, choosy about what things I want to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a great word. I think, um, I like the how you said that about soft. I do feel like, man, I, I can always cry at anything, but gosh, every year more I'm a dad, or however you say that, with every year longer than I'm a dad. Man, it's embarrassing. Like, we were yeah. touring a school this morning. Touring a school this morning, and we met this wonderful guy who's head of diversity. Mm-hmm. And he started talking, and I got so choked up. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, nervous he was going to notice. <laughs> Because he's like, let me tell you what we're doing here for all this. Stuff. And I just was like, why am I so mm-hmm. choked up right now? You know, yeah. this guy just talking about diversity and now it's so perfect. I was like, something about it just hit me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my kids could be at a school where they're being so, you know. And I was yeah. like, okay, you got to pull it back, Barnes. I was like, okay, yeah, totally. Dude, I you.
1: feel the same. I feel, and my dad was like this and his dad was like this. Like they, I remember my grandfather who was a clarinet <laughs> player. He would talk about certain clarinet solos on certain records and jeez. he would cry jeez man it's, I don't know what it that, was uh, and I don't feel like I was like that before oh. I had kids yeah there's a there's
2: a there's a thing I feel like there's like becoming a dad it feels like there's there's like there's there's rooms in your heart like you didn't mm. know were there and then they open up with each child it's like mm. and it just feels like you. F- I feel everything more yeah you know hard <sighs> things and good things you know you about to-
1: <laughs> I'm getting a third of this There's a room <laughs> in I mean in when you said heart. that I literally was like
2: This feels like a co-write Starting you know, Yeah, I had yeah. This yeah. But how would stained Do it <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay we we thank you for your time before we let you go is there anything we're trying to be better at this john i laugh because i feel like we we forget to like ask what people want to plug because you know you got yeah. stuff going on so like yeah. anything anything i know and just would you quickly tell everybody about what gracie's doing how cool that the, oh yes thank is you for so asking cool.
2: i would love to plug that my my wife gracie is an amazing creative entrepreneur she just launched this new business called emergency confetti Less than a it's year so ago, great. and it's these giftable confetti kits. That's like they're kind of made like a little retro-looking first aid kit. But instead of preparing for bad things to happen, they're preparing for good things to happen. Oh. So there's there's a spontaneous one. There's one for you know bridal showers and one for birthdays. All kinds. She's she's and there's a whole line now. So it's check the, out it's emergency the coolest confetti. Right idea. Isn't that so Dude, it's, cool? It's, it's it's really cool. I'm super proud of her. And um, so yeah, definitely want to plug that. Yeah, yep. and then for me, man, I got I, my latest record's called "Make a Little Room," my seventh album. I'd love for you to check it out. Other than that, I'm I'm, I'm in the middle of a tour, so I have no other tour yeah. I can promote. But yeah. I appreciate so the So
1: The tour is done. Like the submissions are done.
2: Yes, yeah, the submissions were, were done a couple months ago, and now we're we literally are going into our last couple weeks of the tour. Mm-hmm. So we just have two more weekends of shows. Are you so. going
0: straight for those? Is that
2: like you're gone? Uh, we actually we're gonna pop back in town for in between real okay, quick. Okay. But yeah, are you hitting Pontiac Coffee House at all, or <laughs> gonna drive by? Oh, yeah, I mean, honestly, not. We're going a different direction, but you know, I've never been the most efficient with the routing, so maybe <laughs> we'll, maybe I'll just call up Mrs. Goss see if we can pull in the driveway. Oh my gosh,
0: I just all I want is for like, you know. It, it, to know like I just wonder if every time you see Girl Scout cookie, cookies you have like a, like you, you unexpectedly
2: cry yeah, you're, you're just gonna, be like yeah. why am I so that's emotional right I, I haven't now. been able to enjoy Tangalongs the same maybe that's why <laughs> I just I never I, thought I, about
0: and it and last thing we'll say it's just the it's the thing it is the this is what wrecks me is that in your brain like in my brain I would have gone you know the problem I got it's what you said I gotta close it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that they are they are actively having a meeting and in your brain you thought you know what they really want though yeah, yeah. some Steve Moakler songs yeah yeah, yeah. I
1: and see. like the how is that missing from I just right. like
0: how is that gonna go like in my brain I'm like I start playing they go Deborah, hold on are you are you hearing this
1: are you hearing this young man
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard not to because he's five feet away but just give him let's <laughs> girls can we all I mean like I just love that somewhere you're like no that's a very real possibility yeah, yeah.
2: I think that's yeah. I think that's desperation, uh, doing its fine work. Just de- desperate, just rationali- Yeah, just <laughs> rationalizing. <laughs> we love you, Steve. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having
1: me, guys. <laughs>